you know the Panama hat? It's actually not from uh, Panama. It's Where is from it from, Ed? Ecuador. No shit. And the Americans oh, came, started wearing that, and they're like, oh, this is fancy. I think I'm in Panama right now because they don't know their geography. <laughs> and they called it the Panama hat. Yeah, that America. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this week, we are talking about Ecuador. And how nice is it to have a proper intro? We were fucking floundering last week. <laughs> and how is it? Yeah, how is it to have me to back? the first take. Oh, how many was, takes did those, you do? One. Oh, just one. Well, two takes. First one was terrible. <laughs> that was mine. <laughs> it was, and oh, Tom yeah. was like, you need, do, you, do you want me to do it? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I hate it. Like, was that just last week with the yeah. lovely Amanda? Because Ash did his own intro. Oh, of course yeah, he did. Ash, Ash led from the from the front. Yeah, it's because he can't read. Well, we haven't got an auto cue. So. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's odd. It's like when I imagine it's how Kevin felt from from uh, Home Alone uh, when it's he realised exactly his how parents weren't there. <laughs> started having a party, and then um, some old guy came around. Definitely a pedo. The shovel. Yeah. Um, Where yeah. was the old guy? What, in Home Alone? No, on the podcast. This guy. Oh, of course. Um, (laughs) Ecuador. Ecuador. I believe it means equator in Spanish. It does. It does. Do you know why? Because it's on... Yeah, I've read something. They've got like a... You might... Oh, I hope I haven't stepped on your facts already, Ed. Um, They've got like a monument to the equator where there's a line that straddles the equator. But it's 240 miles too far north. Yeah, no. yeah, they fucked it up. Really? Uh, now the now the uh, oh, yeah, measurements okay. are a, a lot. It's a bit like more that, accurate. It's a bit like that mountain in Luxembourg where they thought it was the tallest, and then it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, how many yeah. meters off were you? Like four? No, it was just a mountain next to. Well, I don't know. Speaking of mountains, oh, oh I know this fact. Is it? Well, there's a couple of mountain facts, but um, Chimborazo. I've got this fact. Chimborazo is the highest mountain on Earth, um, at least when what? measured from the Earth's center rather than sea level. Whoa. It's the closest yeah. point to the sun from the center of the Earth. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Since our planet is squ- a squashed fear, sphere, not a round one, um, and peaks close to the equator, um, it gets an extra few kilometers. Yeah. So it's the yeah. tallest point to outer space. Chimborazo. Because uh, Ecuador is the closest country to space. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I guess. I also read that um, Quito is uh, the highest, the highest capital city in the world. Oh, is it not the one in Bolivia? It's not. La La Paz, Bolivia is higher, but it cheats as it's not the constitutional capital. Uh, it's just the seat of the government. Right. Uh, I see. Funnily enough, Quito was uh, the first capital city to be registered as a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And there's also the Galapagos, are actually the first UNESCO World Heritage Site, like full stop. I think the first two UNESCO World Heritage Sites were in Ecuador. Ecuador sounds sick. Yeah, it's, it probably, well, it's probably because the guy who sat UNESCO was from Ecuador and he was like, oh, I better, you know, he's, <laughs> you know, he's dipping his beak there first before he heads yeah. out on his travels. Yeah. 
uh, one in one in four bananas worldwide are Ecuadorian. Isn't Chiquita from Ecuador? Oh yeah, is it? Ch- uh, yeah, it's Chiquita, the yeah. banana. I, I'm guessing it's from. I think from it there. is, but I'm not sure. Um, bit of housekeeping, you know, when we do countries, I have to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Two hundred fifty-six thousand square kilometers. Yes. So just under one hundred Luxembourgs, ninety-eight Luxembourgs. It's all right. Yeah, it's a good number of Luxembourg. It's actually bigger than I thought it would be, to be honest. Mm. Isn't population. it the smallest country in South America? Must be. I think so. Yeah. That's why I thought it was big. It's still it's 98 smaller. times bigger than Luxembourg. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's sinking. Yeah. It's I've done it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's okay. For 17.5 million people. So I've, got, I've got 18 million on mine. One. Fight. Yeah, I've actually one thing I've really missed is the sass between you two. No sass, no yeah. sass today. Sans just, sass. It's just aggression, really. Yeah, yeah. From Tom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, he smiled. So yeah, but it was it was it was like a pursed smile, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't um, one of only two countries in South America that doesn't border Brazil. Mm. No. Yeah. Really. really. That's cra- that's a crazy fact. The other one being Chile. Yeah. Oh yeah. Massive Brazil, isn't it? Yeah. That's that's a mental fact. I know it's it's yeah. Huh. Um. So some people say that. Well, a lot of people say Brazil is the most biodiverse country in the world with species, but they're wrong. Well, it is technically, oh. but a lot of people speculate that Ecuador is but they don't have the money to do the research there. But Ecuador is the most biodiverse by square kilometre, though. Yeah. If you look like, because Brazil's fucking massive, so obviously they're yeah. going to be quite diverse. Yeah, of course. Well, as okay. far as well, species goes. Okay, to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to dial this, dial this down a peg or two and up a peg, of, peg or three of vulgar. If I had a nine-inch knob and I was seven foot, I would still be happier than being three foot with a four four inch knob you know what i'm saying yeah what about being four foot with a nine inch knob yeah but, um, but it's, if it's proportional oh yeah if it's proportionally yeah yeah, yeah knobs so I, it's, I, it's, it's what's the average knob size in <laughs> in ecuador is nine inch a lot i don't know what nine inch that's that's a subway <laughs> and a half <laughs> no, no, no 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 it's not it's uh it's three quarters of a 12 inch uh, three quarters of a subway Okay. Just, just look, just look, look in your lap. Head. It's probably there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but slender, mm. long and slender. Right? <laughs> Proportionate. More, more Ecuador. Really misleading. You know the Panama hat. Really oh, popular. Jamming on my fax. <laughs> there it's we go. There it is. Not from uh, Panama. It's Where from is it from, Ed? Ecuador. No shit. And they've been wearing it, make, well, making it and then wearing it since the 1600s. I'm guessing it. Wasn't as um, oh no, as it, fancy. No, no, it wasn't at all. No, I it mean nowadays it's seen like as the eighteen hundreds. Like, yeah, uh, nowadays it's rush. seen as like a really fancy hat, isn't it? Yeah, wearing yeah. a Panama. No, I don't. I don't know anyone who owns a Panama hat. It's too fancy. Yeah, but how? But what? You I need some more fancy friends, my friend. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. Um, how come Ecuador was so fine in in allowing Panama to steal their their hat hype? I don't know. I don't know. Probably did, they probably didn't really care about it because they were just like that's our farmer's hat. 
Mm. And the Americans oh, nice. came for their gold. Yoink. Started wearing that and they're like, oh, this is fancy. I think I'm in Panama right now because they don't know their geography. <laughs> and they called it the Panama hat. Yeah, that America. It's probably quite accurate as well. Ed's laying Where down, are we? Ed's laying down the sass today as well. <laughs> uh, and uh, apart from that, I have nothing apart from food. So oh, I'll, yeah. I'll just... Come on, hit us with the food. We'll jump okay. straight rice, in. Rice, got rice beans, plantain, grilled chicken. There's mm, one more nah, that I think plant- I know of. It's just plantain there. Uh, potato, they like. Oh, yeah. And, South America, um, classic. Like Peru, their roasted guinea pig. Yeah. Big fans. But, um, so you've got... How can you, how can you not be? <laughs> well, I don't know, I've never had it, so... Uh, locro de papa. Papa is a potato. R- Rocco? No, locro. 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 Which is a potato stew, uh, which is served with avocado and, te- and toasted corn. It has a creamy consistency and is... And it's a soup. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's what this complicated sentence tried to say. Why would you put avocado on a fucking soup? I don't know how they serve it. Maybe like they like you know they like your cheese in your in your uh, Welsh soup. They're just gonna dip it. Oh, dip. Yeah, hmm. that'd be weird. That'd be alright. And then that sounds good. That does sound good. Everything. What's the spicing on it? Is it just potatoes in water? Because I'm I'm not I'm not really. No, because it's that. not like <laughs> it's not just chunks of potatoes in water. It's like creamy. Like they they blend it. They blend it, I suppose, or mush it. I don't know. Then there's, this is complicated, yapingachos, which are fried tortillas made with boiled potatoes, of course, and filled with cheese. And they tend to add like a peanut sauce with chorizo, fried egg, salad, and avocado. And that sounds, that sounds banging. amazing. And then bolones de verde, which is uh, prepared with green plantains, which are cooked and smashed until they form a dough. And then they can fill that with cheese, fried pork, and other things I don't know what other things to be be, confirmed they also love suckling pig as well apparently little little pigs they love Mm. they love their small pork yeah I hate I hate suckling pigs I used to cook them when I was a chef you hate the act of cooking them or you hate them as a as a species I mean like I've I've physically butchered a suckling pig it's horrible yeah that does sound horrible it's like butchering a cat with a pig's face on it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a it's cat. like it's like doing anything but with a pig's face <laughs> yeah well it's but it's the size of a cat uh, it's like a human baby but with a pig's face Ooh. yeah babies haven't got tails mate oh uh, yeah well, well depends where you go no, I do in fucking Wales. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever uh, had suckling pig out no you you strike so. me as as a man who's who's um who's been to a few hog roasts in his time no no no. Oh, fair. I guess it's that ends that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Stopped it dead. <laughs> uh, the longest running conflict in the Western Hemisphere is between Peru and Ecuador over their borders. Oh, yeah. It's been over 200 years. And they Wait, keep. See, is it pretty. Is it. Well, is it like. It keeps erupting. So there was one really? in like 1915, 1941, and in the mid to late 90s and then I think there were some in the 70s as well so are we due are we due a little outbreak of conflict I hope so that'd be fun um, my friend Mark who is in Ecuador we've spoken about him before um, is an amazing photographer who 
he's he's just been feeding me facts all day basically but um he said he went to quite close to the border and they've only uh, 2019 they only just cleaned up the mines across that area of the borders oh wow wow yeah. So it's like a proper arm. Um, I've never heard of this. Yeah, that's meant to, I knew I knew they had like the dictatorships, like most um, countries in South America, mm. for quite a long time as well. Uh, I'm hoping you guys have got something on the politics there because I have no. I know they've got a pretty left wing government at the moment. Yeah, and they've been doing some good stuff. Mm. Well, actually, one Jesus one thing Christ. I can say is let me just find first. Ecuador was the first country to in the world to recognize the rights of nature, to recognize the rights of actual human, actual humans. Such a weird phrasing. They recognize the rights of humans to petition or protest on nature's behalf, uh, and it also highlighted the responsibility of the government to step in to protect nature. And this was in two thousand eight. I don't They're not doing an amazing job of it though. They're letting a lot of oil companies. Yeah, in isn't all of that like? all of their oil production is like in the Amazon yeah and it's like just forcing indigenous people out and destroying the habitat so that that's what Mark is is doing basically he's documenting <laughs> the stories he's forcing people out yeah, yeah he's, he's drilling for oil, oil. <laughs> Drill, drilling for oil on his own <laughs> nice hat mate yeah fuck off <laughs> <laughs> no he's he's like photographing going deep into the Amazon and photographing them and um, kind of telling telling their story um, so he's been doing that a hell of a lot and hopefully we can put some of his photos up. Here yeah, because send them in. Sick. Uh, Mark's Fo- Mark Fox photo. Follow him on on, on Instagram. Um, I did have one more fact about the indigenous peoples. So the Warani, apparently, they're the most recently contacted tribe out of any any indigenous people. Okay. So the latest. Yeah. All of their land is threatened by oil exploration and illegal logging. In the past. They were called the Warani, were able to protect their culture and lands from both indigenous enemies and settlers. But now, because of deforestation, etc., they live in about 10% of their original ancestral lands. So they How many of them are there? Uh, I don't know. There's not many. I think, I think 5,000. Um, but there was one famous woman, Nemonte Nenkimo. Um, is an indigenous Warani woman and has committed herself to defending the ancestral territory, ecosystem, culture, economy, and way of life. And he was, and she was on the cover of, I think, National Geographic. Oh, I think I've seen that. Or a huge publication like that. I'm fairly sure that there was a, a guy from the Warani tribe who went to COP26 in Glasgow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there was. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, kicking ass. Um, but, yeah, Chevron... Uh, Probably one of the main hmm. main uh, contributors to being wankers uh, out there. But they probably all are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think Coca Cola are out there as well. Oh yeah, well they after. Uh, that, that's that's how you mine for Coca Cola. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah down, down the mines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he hit a rich seam of cola. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we'll have to get Mark on because uh, he's been living there for the last few years and done some really cool trips. Um, So is he working for like the likes of National Geographic? No, he works for himself. Um, Yeah, but sending photos in. I'm not sure if he does Nat Geo, but he's he's definitely got some amazing stuff that um, could be used in that. But 
he's um yeah, he's sending his stuff to a lot of publications, I believe. And to the Rooting Around podcast. Is he worried Is he worried at all for his own safety? Uh, I was talking to him about this uh, the other day because there was a journalist that went missing a few months ago um, in and around that area. And he was telling me, I can't remember the guy's name, but it, he's like, there was a journalist, Nat Geo journalist, that has been under house arrest. It's like the longest house arrest in history. Well, in Ecuador? Yeah. It's ironic, given that they uh, had Assange in their embassy mm. for four or five years. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to double check that one. But he, um, he, he told me about that. And I think <clears throat> he is worried, but also I don't think that's going to stop him because he's stubborn and very tenacious and, um, and just fucking good at what he does. So, um, yeah, that's Mark. Mark Fox. We'll have to do an episode with him because, yeah. And he also does a lot of, he documents a lot of um, ayahuasca ceremonies. Oh, nice. So he's constantly watching people trip balls and connect with nature. And I, th I think so it's what, there and Peru are like the, the hub of... <laughs> well, I remember <clears throat> when the place we stayed in, in um, Atalaya, in the hotel, they just had ayahuasca trees growing in the... Oh, little yeah. um, lobby bit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But you yeah. can't just do it like... like oh, you can't, just, you can't like just fucking chomp on the tree, no. You know, I think you need to like boil the roots and make it... Boil the bark and make a tea out of it. There's there's the leaves, which are just a tea, but then there's... I think it's the roots. And once put, you put mix it... Put it in your bum. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. Don't do anything with it. Like, like splinters. Splinters are plenty. The first person to gone. discover ayahuasca must have been very confused. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just glad for the sake of humanity wonder, that he wasn't in a good space noticed. of mind. I wonder how mm. they noticed it. Maybe they noticed that like monkeys or other animals in the area would eat, eat the leaves and start going berserk. And, then, and, and they're, they're like, like, yeah, let's try that. Like, oh. They just start talking. <laughs> yeah. Would you do it? 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to do it, but, you know, shit brains, probably not. Yeah, I'd, I'd, not at the moment. <laughs> I'd have to be in a better place, like, you know, like more comfortable. Yeah. In general, probably like in 10 years or something. With some guy in traditional really dress just like screaming at you with loads of jangly stuff. It's, it's scary. A really, it's a really quick yeah. trip, isn't it? It's only like 10 minutes. I don't know. Is it? Really? Oh, sorry, no, I'm sorry. No, no, I don't, I don't think it is. DMT. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. I don't think it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought but it was hours. The, the whole thing, like you're just in the middle of, the, well, depends how you do it, but you in the middle of the jungle and stuff like that. Yeah. The, um, the whole connects experience. connects you with nature, yeah. doesn't it? Uh, apparently it that's how. Well, what if you don't want to be connected? What if, I don't, I don't. Well, then don't do it. You I don't, don't go into the jungle and have insects. take I don't, I don't want to have like millipedes crawling over me when I'm tripping balls. I want to be ideally on, on some sort of beanbag. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I don't want to sit on the floor. You got any beanbags for me? <laughs> oh, what's, what's, what's catch one for beanbag? <laughs> With your Panama hat, <laughs> just sat there chilling. Oh yeah, just, just knock, yeah, just slightly over the brow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, eating some M and M's. Great day. <laughs> I have got a um, mythical mythical beast. Nice. Oh. Uh, I'll kind of bring that up later. Um, and we have a guest story as well. We do have a guest story. Well, we don't have today though. Sadly, I know. Is a uh, no alpha guest house, mate. Honestly, like, I, I searched for a good 40 minutes to try and find something i know people might be listening and think oh, 40 minutes that's not much work like normally if you google worst hotel insert country 
you're on the right part. You're on the right track straight away. I looked for a long time. Nothing. There were some bad reviews, and uh, and, you, and sometimes you can be you can be sort of misled by the Google search, and you'll say like worst hotel, and, and then it's not. It's just some American complaining that the air conditioning wasn't cold enough, mm. um, or too cold. Um, but this one, no. It seems like Ecuador's got decent hotels. It's shocking how good the accommodation uh, industry is in Ecuador. Yeah, it's a travesty. So in, in, in lieu of that, um, what was your worst ever accommodation? It was on Koh Chang in Thailand. And it was a place called Ice Beach. And it was 50p a night. Fuck 50p? Off. Yeah. This is 2000, 2009, back when you could pay for accommodation with four shillings. Um, but yeah, 50p. Whoa, that's, that's not, you can't even get a Freddo for that these no, days. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but me and my brother were traveling and it was 50p. Uh, it might have been a pound, 50p or a pound. And um, I was like, are we going to share a room? And he was like, no, why the fuck are we going to share a room? <laughs> we're going to buy the place. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think, so one of them, uh, the first room that they showed us, she opened the door and there was a lizard on the door about that big. Painted. No, no, just a, a real <laughs> lizard. It's a, it's called a toke gecko. Um, and then as we went to walk in, a lizard's fine. I can handle having a lizard in the room. And she jumped back and pushed us out the door. We looked up and there's a cobra hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> so you picked that room? No, we went to the one next door. Um, and then there was one night where the whoa, locks whoa, whoa, were... Whoa, 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 whoa. You spent more than one night there? Yeah, we spent like four <laughs> or five days there. Wow. And it was literally like, <laughs> imagine, <laughs> imagine like a bamboo, like wicker mat, but just kind of nailed to a bamboo frame. Right. That was it, basically. What, the wall? Yeah. So it was like this really thin sheet of bamboo that you could look through if, that's if you tried. Well, That's well really for 50p, for... honestly, I wouldn't be expecting yeah. like, you know. I mean, bamboo is a pretty good material for 50p. Yeah. Could have put up some like they could have just got those big boxes of crisps and just like folded them down <laughs> and stapled them up. It but was I quite like, scary though. Well, I there's like, a fucking cobra. Yeah, and there was one night that there was this guy. I remember oh, what was his name. His name was Beck, and he was one of those guys who's still traveling in like his late forties on his own, and he was just giving everyone morphine. Just had sounds like my kind, morphine sounds tablets. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah, he was a dude. No, he was an absolute knob. Um, but he came up and you know, up on a little wooden balcony in front of the room. So you could hear someone coming up the steps because the whole thing shaking. And then he was like trying to get into my room and like shaking the door. And I had, I can't remember, I had something in my hand that I was like ready to hit him when, if he came in. But he was just at the wrong, the wrong thing. But I was terrified. Yeah, but that sounds like the plot line from a fucking soap opera. Yeah. You were there with an ashtray, smashed him over the head. Yeah, yeah. Where was Beck from? Oh, I don't know. It was somewhere south. Sounded like a bit, bit rough around the edges. Wow, proper fucking oh, lead. Where's from he the UK, them? you mean? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and I stayed in another place like that, but down the middle as well was another sheet of bamboo, and it was two separate rooms. Oh. So I was sleeping on like a little mattress like that, and I was against the sheet, and then there was someone on the other side of it and my phone had died, and we were just chatting through the thing, never met each other, and I was like, 
could you put your phone alarm on and put it next to my head, please? <laughs> so, yeah, I got woken up by someone else's alarm. Um, but, yeah, stayed in stayed in a couple of shitholes. I have to say, though, the confidence of that uh, receptionist to show you the rooms. Surely yeah, yeah, I would have taken the two quid straight away and not... Yeah. Ah, uh, sorry. Yeah, you took the room as it came. <laughs> you got a lizard and a cobra. Was that a double room? Yeah, that was the double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was actually the double room as well. They could have they could have spun that as a attraction. As an attraction, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of those fucking massive you know the spiders that look like they're made out of like plastic? You've seen them the long thin ones that make giant webs? No. Horrible. But yeah, there's a massive one of those across. One thing that we've not touched upon yet is my favourite place on earth is the Galapagos. And you've never been? Never been. It's been number one in the world for me since since I was about 15. It got me in, like, watching a documentary about it got me into wildlife. I met David Attenborough through volunteering at the charity and stuff. You've met David uh, Attenborough? When did you meet David Attenborough? When I was like, I, I was 19. Which charity? Galapagos Conservation Trust. And they couldn't afford to send We you can out. all work in the charity industry, Tom. No, mate, it's not worth it. I've volunteered. I volunteered. I've done charity work. Yeah, yeah. Unpaid. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Um, yeah, I met David Attenborough. And the Andrew Marr, who I think you might quite like. Do you know Andrew Marr? I know Andrew Marr. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Do you like him? Yeah. Oh, okay. I prefer Richard Attenborough. Rest in peace. Yeah. What to David Attenborough? Probably, yeah. Okay. O- only because of Jurassic Park. Yeah. He did create it, didn't he? Actually, me and my mate Josh. In fact, Josh Josh is... Um, my friend Josh has just got back from traveling around South America. Um, and when we were in Costa Rica together, we spent about a day and a half storyboarding a prequel to Jurassic Park, casting Ewan McGregor as a young... Um, owner of the park about the journey of how like he like he's him at college yeah no no him out of college <laughs> is he's trying to set up the park like with the sciencey stuff and like yeah. dealing with the costa rican government and getting all that stuff done and we spent a lot of time talking about how it would work as a film i think so, you're onto something there so they if, love prequels so if universal's interested in the rights um jurassic, sponsored by jurassic park and universal jurassic park uh john hammond story is what we're going to call it and that's the character he played i'm <laughs> i'm sold i'm in all right, let's um, yeah, let's write it up. All right, scene one, enter. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so why? What, what is it about the Galapagos that got you excited? It was so there was a documentary narrated by Tilda Swinton, um, that was just mind blowing. Like the variety of species, it's where Darwin figured out his theory of evolution, um, because the islands are so close. Did you know that? Darwin. I, I did, yeah, I knew that, but I didn't yeah. know how he... I mean... It was because the islands were so close together, but over time, because it's on a volcanic hotspot in the middle of the Pacific Plate, it was shifting and creating the new islands. And the on each island, the finches, the birds, had developed like different beaks and uh. ways of eating and ways of hunting. Um and they're completely separate species on islands. It's the same as the tortoises, like the Galapagos giant tortoises. Um, well, they're all different on different islands. Yeah. 
So you've got saddleback, which are like their, the front of their shell. Looks like a saddle so they can stick their neck up oh, higher. Yeah. Off to, for like to find higher food. Yeah. Um, there's a, a bird there called a vampire finch that drinks blurred. Nice. Which is fucking sick. How um, do you do that? Uh, like, does it kill they, it first or does it No, no, it? they bite and oh, like like open wounds. Yeah. In, in, well, like cows, live like, what are animals. They? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Whoa. So yeah. how, did, how did Darwin know that there was one like original finch? Well, they, they traveled across the islands, took samples. Um, they took a lot of tortoises and then ate them before they got, the delicious, got back. The delicious Apparently meat. so, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it, it just got me, because of all the wildlife, all the different wildlife, and they're so used to not having natural predators that they're just really confident around humans. I heard um, that you're, if, when you go to the Galapagos, you're not allowed to touch the animals. But, no, you're not allowed to interact with the animals, but the animals are allowed to interact with you. Yeah. yeah. So you just have to like set yourself down near some penguins and let, let nature find its way. There was a video that kind of went viral over the summer that um, showed a Galapagos sea lion coming up the beach and like just jumping onto someone's sunbed as he sat on it. So he's like trying to scramble away and then the seal just, sea lion just jumps on and just heavy. chills. The, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say they're super heavy sea lions. I mean the males, know. the big males would be. But um, yeah, just just completely obsessed with the place. How easy is it to get to Galapagos? Uh, well, you just fly from Ecuador. Um, or isn't there, is the there a, a quota at like a tourist yeah there's a I, I can't remember what the limit is but they're only allowed a certain amount of tortoises and most of tortoises tourists tourists <laughs> tortoises sorry I'm so pumped about <laughs> Galapagos means tortoise as well by the way fuck off oh. yeah. that's cool yeah. in what language I think it's Spanish oh no that's Tortuga isn't it mm -hmm. maybe I'm full of shit then maybe in Ketron Ketron maybe I don't know that's why are they speaking Ketron that far out I don't know. Was, were they I'm full of shit then. Yeah, was were they inhabited before Darwin got there? Yeah, they would have been. Surely. But if they're so confident around people, the animals. Yeah. They wouldn't have been hunted that much, I don't think. Have you seen that uh, clip from the Attenborough series of the snakes chasing the baby iguanas? I, I, I must confess, I don't watch a lot of nature TV. Oh, fair. Just the porn. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh -huh. But there's a really famous sequence of a bunch of snakes chasing a lizard. Um, Don't spoil it for me. Who wins? Uh, both of them. What? Yeah. How does? Oh, uh, does the lizard lose its tail? No, there's some lizards get caught and others. Oh fuck! I have seen this. Yeah. Yes, yeah, across a beach. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I've seen it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the marine iguanas. Have you seen them? No. They look like so. little Godzillas. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And they swim down to the bottom and eat algae. But it's just, yeah, it's just so rich with species and... So why uh, have so you not been yet? Because it costs thousands and thousands of pounds to get there. I suppose. And if check. I go, I want to really fucking do it properly. Hmm. Um, that will segue... Nicely into our guest story. Who's it from? Buffy. 
Oh, Buffster. The magnificent Buffy. Buffy used to work at Cool Earth. She's very nice. She plays dodgeball with me. So this is about Buffy's trip to the Galapagos, which doesn't mean tortoise. I uh, went to the Galapagos like maybe six years ago, something like that, um, and ended up couch surfing in the main town. Um, and Diego, my couch surfing host, was like, you've got to go to Floriana. It's a really cool, isolated island. You have to get these taxi boats over. So he took me down to the pier one day got on this taxi boat on this boat awful crossing had like the engine cut out halfway through and it was super choppy there was like kids vomiting and like smell of petrol it was like awful I finally saw the island um got there and it was really late it was like 7 p.m something like that because we'd been stopped in the middle of the ocean for so long so I got out on the pier and expected to see like a little town with hotels etc etc and there was like one dusty road and a few houses in the distance so i was like okay this could be interesting went to the like notice board on the on the pier next boat is in three days i'm like fuck (laughs) i've done that thing where i've not done any planning um so I kind of stood there and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then this old dude that got off the boat, he like literally potted off the boat. He like wandered over to me and like beckoned me closer. So I was like, hola, in my terrible Spanish. And he sort of gestured for me to follow him. So we kind of like went down the road and then made a left and like five minutes of pretty much silence me trying to make some conversation and him just sort of nodding and chuckling away um he took me to his house which had like a shed bar thing with a pool table in the back and there was loads of like village people village people um (laughs) all sat around drinking beer and drinking pineapple rum and some dogs and he gave me a load of beer and then there was a few people that could speak a bit of English, so they were like, oh, we're having a community dinner. So I went round to a different person's house and there was a freaking suckling pig roasting, um, which I then had to eat. And I am a vegan, so <laughs> but I was, couldn't, I A, couldn't explain that I didn't eat meat and B, didn't have any other option <laughs> for food. And then this guy let me sleep like on his sofa for two nights. His... Um, grandson was trying to set up the tourism on the island so he was super happy to see me he lent me snorkeling stuff and took me snorkeling in this black lava sand bay and I was there on my own snorkeling with a seal and her two cubs which was just incredible and then the next day the old dude he turned out to be like the custodian of the Galapagos tortoises on the island so took me hiking up this mountain like picked all these fruits off the trees and we ate some and then we put some on a rock for these tortoises so then they all came to eat all the fruit and then he showed me all these monuments and caves that the first people on the island used to live in and yeah it was just a freaking incredible few days that was spiked with panicked moments of what the fuck am I doing um but turned out well and 
I'm completely in love with the the Galapagan people. Galapagan? I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Ecuadorians. <laughs> They're great. Uh, so yeah, I had a great time in the Galapagos, but was panicked at several points. There we go. That's, that's Buffy. That sounds like some quality time. Yeah. Imagine being on your own in the bay. Just that, yeah, that's how I want to do Galapagos. Be- because <laughs> it is a popular spot. Like, People go there, like there's mm. a lot of tourists. It must be quite rare to find a spot where you can just snorkel on your own. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think tourists are allowed on the island normally. Floriana, I think that's... So how did she manage to get there? But they, they have big tourism boats that go around. So it's very rare that people like stay on the smaller islands. So, ma- so much of it is is like national park. So she's just really lucky that she met this Diogo guy. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Very, yeah. very wicked. Cool. Very, how, very How many jealous. people live on the islands? I don't know. Because in my mind, it was just nature and nothing else. But of course, like there's an airport. Yeah, they like have international city. flights going there. Like. How big are they? I didn't, didn't look at the size. I think it's 5,000 square miles. No, it'd be more than that, surely. How many Ecuadors is it? Well, be substantially <coughs> less than Ecuador. Have you seen it, though? Have you seen what I've they seen look the like? Archipelago, yeah, yeah. So. they look a bit like uh, the UK. It's like a seahorsey shape, and then like a little island next to it. I think I've there's 21 islands. Mm-hmm. 18 of them are major islands, and there's 7,880 meters. Uh, square kilometers. Seven thousand. Yeah, almost eight thousand. So what's that? Three Luxembourgs. That's yeah, exactly three Luxembourgs. <laughs> oh. And uh, 25,000 people. Oh, okay. Which is not that much. No. At all. Probably like Andorra or something. Yeah. I think Andorra's got quite a few people. Oh, actually, no, it's not. It's fucking tiny Andorra. Do you say Andorra so it makes you feel better about small countries? (laughs) (laughs) No, San Marino does, but... Do you think we'll ever do a San Marino episode? Well, one day we'll we're going to have to do a mystery but country, it, aren't we? It, it can't be a whole episode of San Marino. Well, maybe, maybe we should just like um, do the European microstates. Just do a couple of microstates at a time, like mm. Liechtenstein, San Marino, Andorra, Andorra, Monaco. You probably do Mon- like it's a lot to talk about in Monaco. Yeah, it's true. Is Moldova one of those? No, Moldova is quite big, big, and it's got a lot of history, and it's actually very interesting oh. at the moment, even. All right, well, let's do an episode of oh, that. Well, just like, why don't you marry Moldova? Ed? <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> I've been there. Really? Yeah. Drove from Romania through there to, oh, to, to, to Kiev. To Odessa. Uh, yeah, to Odessa, then to Kiev, Chernobyl, Crimea. That's the most random fucking route <laughs> ever. <laughs> That's the worst route you could have possibly Yeah, picked. yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Crimea was nice back in the day. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's where Masha used to go on holidays every every year until in Yalta. she couldn't anymore. Yeah, oh, fair. Yeah. Very nice. Anyway, back to the other side of the world. Do you know how they came up with the name Ecuador? I think we've said that already. Did we? Yeah, because it's on the equator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize we already said that. Sorry, I'll go fuck myself. Just <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fairly obvious. But what came first? That's a, that's a, that's a good question, really. How do they know where the equator was? How do you work it out? Is it just a bit? It's just you have a compass, do light, something the, with the sun, the, the and, then sun you, and, and then you keep walking until it g- north points the other way. 
Well, you can do that, or it's just a weather light. The the days are the most consistent. Oh, it's like six and six, isn't it? Basically, yeah. There's no like. Yeah, but there must no be winter. like there must be like, there's a range. Like it can't be that perceptible. Like how yes, would you how would course, you measure it before we can actually measure? But clearly they got it wrong the first time anyway. Yeah, but not monument. far wrong. Oh, it's 200 miles. No, no 240 meters. No. Yeah. Oh, the little M was was for meters, not miles. Oh, uh, okay. I th- okay, that's that's different. I get it. 200 miles. Fucking idiots. 240 miles. I was like, just probably already in Bolivia or something. Yeah. I, d- I don't know how they do it. I well, it it baffles me. Mm. Like ancient maths and numbers, how they worked it out. They were part of the Incans, weren't they? Yeah. Maybe. Isn't there a large population of mestizo? I think yeah, seventy percent mestizo. Yeah, I know this isn't about about Ecuador, but I heard that Argentina is the least ethnically diverse country in South America. Makes sense; it's chock full of Nazis, um, <laughs> and also that the 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 only big city is Buenos Aires, and most cities are smaller than twenty thousand. Right. So it's smaller than twenty thousand. Yeah, that's nothing. I know. Can you name? Can you name two Argentinian towns? Rosario. Where? Mendoza. I think that's because of the wine, isn't it? No, it's because of uh, Men. Uh, what was it? Mendoza, the big fat dog. It was a cartoon. Fat dog Mendoza. What? Yeah. Was What's a, fat dog Mendoza? No, it's about a perfectly round fat dog. It was on Cartoon Network, one of those weird, like, Courage the Cowardly Dog-esque. Did you have Sky when you were growing up? Uh, no, I had Cartoon Network, though. Oh, how'd you get Cartoon Network? It was on, um, it was on cable. Oh, I didn't Channel have... 39, I think. No, 38 was the box. We didn't, have, box. Ca- we didn't have cable in yeah. Swansea. <laughs> <laughs> you had the microwave. That's pretty good. We did have a microwave. Well, yeah, we still have that microwave, actually. It's doing going <laughs> strong. Um, we share it around the village. <laughs> and back to the Incan so it was part of the Incan Empire um, it became part of the Incan Empire in 1463 that's very specific but the areas indigenous people didn't submit without a fight the tribes were already reasonably developed and weren't interested in outsiders ruling them so years of fighting what year did it happen? 1463 would that have been the Spanish then? That's like 30 years before the Spanish. I'm pretty sure it's 1493, the Spanish. Who could it have been then? I thought the Spanish were the first thing. No, as in the Incan Empire were... The Incans took over the region. Took over oh, the region. Oh, uh, okay. Well, it's really... It confuses me by how recent like the Incans and the Aztecs were. It's mental because like, Oxford had been a university for years and years mm. when that was happening. I don't know, you just sort of like, the way it's taught to you in school and stuff, you always just assume it's like ancient history. It's like the, yeah, but the it's Egyptians not. and stuff. It's like not long before Henry VIII. Yeah. Other kings are available. <laughs> Choose your country. Um, <laughs> not if you're American. You were up to much then, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've actually just started reading um, since our last episode about America, and I started reading about the... Indians, native Indians. Yeah. They, uh, I've started reading a book called Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee. Oh, yeah. And it is the saddest book. Sounds sad. It is just basically the, once the Europeans arrived, just fucking decimated the entire, just shoved them into these small pockets and said, you can have that. 
then no, you can't and then change their over mind, there. Change their yeah, mind. yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking atrocious. Yeah, I read that in I think it was in Peru or in Bolivia that the spat the conquistadors like encouraged um, intermarriage because the ethnic Spanish people, ethnic Europeans, were having kids and all the kids were dying in early age because of uh, the altitude. Oh. So they had to encourage um, the marriage, oh. intermarriage between locals. Which Good country did we do, uh, we did an episode on that pa- they pa- banned it? Oh, oh that that was, those. Um, uh, Paraguay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Banned same, sex ma- same race marriage. Yeah. Reminiscing. Oh, good times. Uh, this fun is fact actually... about elevation. Yeah. Water boils at 90 degrees in Ecuador because the elevation and the air pressure. Well, not everywhere, surely. Well, the minimum level of Ecuador is the beach, isn't it? Fuck myself. Must be in the, cap- the worst fact the, ever. It must be in the capital. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, in, in the southern hemisphere, the water, like in your sink, drains a specific like way yeah the other yeah. way yeah well the other <laughs> way but i don't know if it's like i don't know how it drains here to be honest it's clockwise it's, i don't know what happens in on the equator it doesn't it just goes straight down yeah plugs are banned <laughs> <laughs> what's that effect is that the cool, no, cool, cool, there's, cool, there's people that do these that's it yeah there's these people that do tests on the border i think it's it's in Africa somewhere, and they move like a pot of water with a plug at the bottom across the equator, goes one way, goes the other, and then doesn't, just goes straight down. Fuck Fair off. Enough. Yeah. Is that... Fuck off. Yeah. No. I don't, I don't believe it. So... It, it might be a fake video, but that's... How fake, wide... That's what the internet says. How wide is that line then? Like, if you make a sink with a plug I don't this fucking big. know, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what to, to believe here. No, but like if if you have a sink with like a um, plug hole like this big, like mm-hmm. oh, half yeah. a meter, big plug. <laughs> that is, yeah, You've got to work up to that size. <laughs> um, does it just like, and you put it around the equator? What happens? It can't just you know drain. It's probably wider than the. Yeah, I'm not making sense. Still but plops out. I don't know. We'll maybe maybe it becomes get the... two things. No, but they can't. You can't get two things out of one plug. It's tough. I'll, I'll look it up. This is this that's, really. That's definitely uh, the have you seen the? Um, what we need here is an experiment like the flat earthers do. Yeah, you must have seen those experiments where they <laughs> and they just fuck it up. <laughs> they just prove themselves <laughs> wrong. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's that. There's that one yeah. with the torch, right? What's, they've what's got like this? this laser, and oh, they've yeah. got like uh, two planks of like wood or something with a hole in it. Um, just a like size of the laser, and they like go ten kilometers apart. Put those planks up, and they're like, okay, if we shine the lasers through one of the holes, we'll prove that the Earth is flat. Uh, because our laser is gonna just reach the other hole and be like exactly yeah, the, the holes hole. are the same same height. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then it doesn't. And the guy had to hold it hold it up higher for it to go through oh, the other hole, and it's like. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. And he's like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, okay, good. So if I do and this... just kind of looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just have to ma- uh, manufacture a massive sink. Yeah. Yeah, let's wasn't, do that. Wasn't there... Guess where he's from? 
Who? The flat earther. My 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 heart my head says America. My heart says Swansea. Yeah. No, it was America. Oh, that's right then. Yeah, yeah. Did you see did you read that thing about that American flat earther who made us made like a steam powered plane tried to take off? Obviously it crashed and he died, but <laughs> fucking moron. What and does that have anything to do plane. with him being a flat earther? Because he wanted to get up in the air. Well, he, well, he didn't want to go up in a plane, commercial plane, because they're part of the lie. They're part of it. Yeah, they've yeah. got so, just screens on the outside. So if you want to, if you yeah. want to find out for yourself, you gotta, you gotta build your own plane. And clearly, all he had to hand was a, a rudimentary. But he had like a he boiler. Had, he had engineering up to the eighteen nineties. <laughs> that's when the conspiracy started. Ed. We were talking the other it's night mental. about our favorite conspiracy theories. Have you? Have you got one? Um, I I have to say I like the lizard master race thing. I think as, that's very fun. As a a grand conspiracy, I love it. I do like David Icke's nonsense. Yeah. Um, I'm not very well versed in conspiracy theories, to be honest. I reckon it's because you're behind it. You and your Luxembourg space mining. That's true. Yeah. yeah that's my true. my favorite. My Can't probably my, it. probably my favorite one is that. The Queen had Diana killed. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, so yeah, that's a good batshit. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any like Luxembourg conspiracy theories? Well, there's a there's a story about like bombs that have been planted like ages ago, and no one knows to this day who it was. Uh, and there was like a massive like government thing, and like maybe like the Secret Service trying to do <laughs> Luxembourg <laughs> Secret Service agents. <laughs> <laughs> Top level shit, and um, the passwords pork and beans. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much. It's called the bombelier, which means uh, the, the bombings. Hmm? The bombings? No, the bomb planting planter, like as in the person who plants a bomb. Okay. So uh, is he, is he like some sort of Father Christmas type character? <laughs> Goes from house to house, <laughs> <laughs> plants a bomb. Uh, I don't actually know much about it, to be fair. Um, what other conspiracy theories? I mean, there's there's the big one, which is... Uh, JFK. Oh, that's a good one. I was going to say uh, September the 11th. That's always... A, uh, yeah. uh, I think I've watched a few of those YouTube videos. And uh, to be honest, I'm not a structural engineer, so I don't really know what I'm looking at. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> but I am. I am. I do believe it wholeheartedly. <laughs> <laughs> Fully committed to the cause. Uh, yeah, no, JFK's a banging... Oh, There's yeah. plenty of like theory. you know deep power, like strong politicians. Oh, like new world order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty interesting. Though. I like uh, there's the a whole thing. Epstein thing and stuff like that. Like there's, there's some dodgy there's a, shit. There's a thing on the Alex Jones show. Um, <laughs> They're turning the fucking frogs gay. Well, yeah, the gay, <laughs> gay frogs, big issue. Um, there's something about some sort of like some sort of ranch in california oh I've yeah forgotten, i've forgotten what they're called that's a real place though yeah and and I, and and slightly by the sounds of it slightly creepy shit does happen there. yeah um but he was like he wove into this whole like fucking pagan sacrificing satanic rituals i'm gonna awesome. have to find the name of it while we're to here fair, like, I, it's on the tip of my tongue americans um, do have some mental like um, it's too much time on their hands and space where they can do shit like out of plain sight like <laughs> the moon landing yeah, that's, oh, that, that definitely <laughs> happened, though. I think it happened, but I'm not sure about the video. Oh, 
Nah. Bohemian Grove. That's it. Yeah. Bohemian Grove. That sounds that sounds ominous. It does. It's too nice. Yeah, that's what I thought. But yeah, it's all like super rich people with and powerful people with like fucking making effigies and burning, burning heads. Yeah, and, yeah. Have you seen um the Wicker Man? Uh, no. As in the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man? Yeah, obviously. Yes. The, the best one. I like it when he drop kicks the old lady. I, I like I like every single aspect of every Nicolas Cage film. Yeah. Um, especially <laughs> when he gets bees poured on him. Not the bees. Uh, we've gone way off topic. But oh, speaking yeah. speaking of... Um, bees? <laughs> how can you possibly go back to speaking Ecuador? Of conspiracies? Speaking of mysteries, conspiracies. Ah, uh, of course. You know, the realm of the unknown. Yes. This brings us slightly belatedly to... Uh, we haven't got a sponsor yet for this one. Um, sponsored by Sasquatch. What could possibly sponsor this? Sasquatch. I feel like <laughs> it. I feel like it'd be some sort of confection, like some sort of sweet or biscuit. So this is uh, this is the Mookie. I'm not sure if it's pronounced Mookie or Mucky. Uh, it's considered to be a dwarf due to its height, um, since it is no taller than two feet. Two subways. Two subways. <laughs> um, Thank you, Tom. <laughs> In the traditions of Quero de Pasco, the Muki is a small brawny creature with a disproportionate body. His head is attached to his body, but he lacks a neck. His voice is deep and husky, not matching his appearance. His long hair is bright, is bright blonde. His face is hairy and reddish with a long white beard. His look is deep, aggressive and hypnotic, and his eyes reflect the light as if they were made of metal. In some mining traditions, he has two horns that are used to break the rocks and, and point at mineral veins um his skin is very pale and he carries a mining lantern sometimes he is described as having pointy ears um so yeah that's the mookie i've got some but what does he do bashes oh. rocks yeah. um looks at veins and also uh long hair if you're two foot tall is it just it's all proportional mate yeah, okay. it's all proportional. So, so like he is he <laughs> is he is known he is known to be a miner, and his existence is constrained to underground spaces. A child or um, a professional? Um, m- m- er, right? Um, <laughs> what? M i n e r, not M i n o r. Oh, oh. Uh, despite the distance and isolation of the mining camps, beliefs uh, and description of Mookie is consistent throughout Peru, and Ecuador, and Colombia. Um, and Bolivia. Um, following the safety regulations of his work, the Mookie wears a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke? Is, no, is this, this is in the article. <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a mi- Tom edition. A miner's outfit and studded boots. Uh, in other traditions, he has described... Studded boots as in like fancy No, I think like... Studs. Like, like cleats. Yeah, like cleats. Right, um, okay. Maybe, or maybe like crampons. Oh, right. I was thinking um, more like... Studied. He is aesthetically. Some, he's sometimes be great. Rhinestone. Uh, <laughs> he is sometimes described as a small elf with a green outfit. Sometimes the very fine vicuña cape, or with waterproof, or with the waterproof outfit proper of a miner. He usually carries a lantern or a flashlight, depending on the technological technological level of the mine. This is so <laughs> specific. Also, no, I guess better. He also walks like a duck because his feet are of normal size, <laughs> and sometimes his legs can take the shape of a goose or crows. 
So I think a goose or a crow. <laughs> I think he's got normal sized feet, uh, normal uh, small sized feet, but normal sized boots, and that's why people think he's got yeah. because you can't find small boots. What kind of boots are you thinking? Like cowboy boots or like well, big black Timberlands with rhinestones all over them? Yeah, whatever it is, you can't find them that small. So surely he's got. Well, like, he's got regular sized feet that almost resemble yeah, flippers. They don't have they seen the feet? Or are they just assuming? Because if, they he's, might got, be if he's got boots, yeah, maybe he's just got like he went to the shop, got some boots. There's nothing under like size. I don't know. Like yeah, but he's two. Got, he's That's got, still too he's big. He's got goose feet though. <laughs> They did say goose feet that resemble. Or, I or mean, goose a has a flat, flappy foot. So you can't put a, cr- a crow. A crow is individual toes. Yeah, that's that's really difficult. Whatever it is, you can't wear Except, boots with that. But what if he? What if he looks a bit like um, the the video game character Rain Man? Remember Rain Man? Rain Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just got legs, so maybe. He's just, may- yeah, he's got no joints, but he's he? got trainers. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe the Mookie's got legs that look like a goose. Or a crow. Oh, but they said duck's feet. Yeah, they're 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 like what's it called when you webbed? Yeah. So they got webbed feet and then crows don't. I don't know what type of shoe you'd wear in that case. I mean <laughs> probably something with a large toe box, like a like a, one of those barefoot shoes. Flip flops. Shorter. <laughs> oh no, that would sliders. That would go in your ah, sliders. Perfect. There you go. Studded. Studded. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery solved. Mystery solved. I, I really liked that one. It was a good it one. Was, I, my favorite bit of it was how ambiguous the whole thing was. <laughs> it, it's just that my, the, the my lantern or the, or the flashlight, the te- depending on the technical <laughs> regulations of the mind. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Um, I've got a few. Um, they, can, they can be by himself or in groups, uh, but they prefer to live on their own. Are they violent or do they do anything apart oh. from work down the mine? I've got a lovely line for you now. Oh. They live in a timeless world of eternal darkness and they don't age as if they were not affected by the passage of time. But what about the technological advancements of the mines? Surely if they're timeless, they'll have like proper fucking laser lights. They don't age. They don't age. Okay. And they don't live in darkness because they carry torches. Yeah, only, <laughs> only because of, only because of fucking health and safety. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't forget <laughs> your helmet. Hate, they probably hate it. Can, they don't age, but can they die? Uh, I think they can. Because if if they can't, then health and safety. is a small fucking... mining accident. Many stories coin, coincide on the on the fact that it is possible to capture the Mookie and make a pact with him. Very often, he offers to do the miners' work for some coca, alcohol. Or the company of a woman, as that helps him feel less lonely. Yet the outcome tends to be tragic due to the miner rarely being able to do as promised. When this occurs, the Mookie takes the miner's life. Oh, so the Mookie takes the miner's life. Um, There's something about it. You can beat him off with a belt. (laughs) Really? Um, (laughs) Elders advise... Oh, no. Um, They are known for stealing defenseless children. Elders advise that when dealing with the Mookie, one should use his slash her belt to battle him without succumbing to fear. I don't okay. know the fuck wrote this. <laughs> They're clearly there's, conflicted because so they live pack. in darkness yeah. but with torches. They have toes, individual toes, but they're also webbed. You tell me. 
Well, you're supposed to tell us. You're the well, resident expert. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I haven't had my postal PhD through yet. Um, <laughs> that's the Mookie. Sounds great. Lives in mines um, and uh, preys on things, but likes the company of a woman to feel less lonely <laughs> and cares about health and safety. Yeah. Uh, Wear your helmets, boys. Yeah, that's a lesson for us all. Yeah. Well, that rounds up a very interesting, then slightly moved into. Uh, conspiracy theories back to some way fucking two feet little thing episode yeah that yeah. was fun would you like it? to go to ecuador yeah of course you can ask this for every country really and i'll be like yeah yeah that sounds nice ecuador is a, does sound particular like the more i read on it today i the thought more interesting i thought you, you'd come on today and be like belize is not my favorite country like my next like destination anymore is going to be Ecuador I'd I mean Galapagos <laughs> has always been number one I think I said yeah. it in that episode as well I, th- I think from everything I've, I've read and heard about Ecuador and Ecuadorians it's supposed to be really lovely mm. um, like really nice people friendly people uh, yeah yeah I, once, I was telling Kevin the car I once let an Ecuadorian stay in my halls of residence for a few weeks while I went away somewhere oh I'm not sure why I remember why I woke up in somewhere in south london next to a mookie next to a mookie yeah um it was the it was the (laughs) it was the goose's legs i couldn't resist (laughs) um uh i was at a house party and there's some ecuadorian guy and he was like oh i need to do an accent i always do a really bad like like a mexican Mexican accent (laughs) Um, (laughs) and uh he's like i need a place to stay for a couple of days and i was like just stay at my house like, do you want to stay in my halls of residence on the floor? And he was like, yeah, sure. So he just stayed and I, I had to go to Swansea for a bit. Sweet. Well, like, that's very nice of you. Don't rob stuff. There's nothing to, of any value anyway. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah. Yes. Follow Mark Fox. Have a look at the Galapagos Conservation Trust. And we'll see you next week. Where, where are we going next week? Ca- Canada. Canada. Right? Nice. Yeah. Manda chose. Canada. Very excited. Yeah. See you next week, Canucks. Yeah.